runs out on me. Your love never fails, never gives up, never runs out on me. Your love. In death, in life, I'm confident, covered by the power of your grace.
continue in worship as we do communion this morning. Um, You guys are welcome to take a seat. Um, We are going to be reading from a passage in Mark chapter 14, if you'd like to follow me in your own Bibles there this morning, starting in verse 12, where it gives the account, one of the accounts in Scripture, where Jesus instituted this Last Supper, this communion meal as as we call it. So I'll just read. Again, in Mark 14, uh, starting in verse 12. And on the first day of unleavened bread, when they sacrificed the Passover lamb, his disciples said to him, Where will you have us go and prepare for you to eat the Passover? And he sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the city, and a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him. And wherever he enters, say to the master of the house, the teacher says, Where is my guest room? Where may I eat the Passover with my disciples? And he will show you a large upper room, furnished and ready. There, prepare for us. And the disciples set out and went to the city and found it just as he had told him, as, excuse me, as he had told them, and they prepared the Passover. And when it was evening, he came with the twelve. And as they were reclining at table and eating, Jesus said, Truly I say to you, one of you will betray me, one who is eating with me. They began to be sorrowful and say to him, one after another, Is it I? He said to them, It is one of the twelve, one who is dipping bread into the dish with me. For the Son of Man goes as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that man if he had not been born. And as they were eating, he took bread, and after blessing it, broke it and gave it to them and said, Take, this is my body. And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank of it, and he said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. Truly I say to you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. So in this account of the Last Supper, again as it has come to be uh, known, we're presented with this, what seems to be a pretty solemn scene. The apostles know something is different about this meal than all the other meals that they had eaten with Jesus up to this point. And then... He predicts his betrayal. He says, one of you, one of you who is eating with me here will betray me. And in one of these rare moments where we see some true humility on the part of the apostles, they all begin to ask, is it me? Is it me? Am I the one? And they're asking this question amongst themselves. But the one thing 
we know Judas didn't have to ask. He already had struck his deal and he had made his choice. He was already making plans on how to spend the money that he had gotten. You know, maybe he would, you know, what he was going to buy, what he was going to do with it. Maybe this was going to set him up. So he was the only one there that wasn't asking this question because he already knew. Now, we also know from this account um, in the other gospel, in the gospel of John, that it was at this time that Jesus had taken the form of a servant and washed the feet of the apostles. We, you guys remember that scene, I'm sure where he says, you don't understand what I'm doing now, but later you'll understand. I'm giving you an example of how to love and serve one another. And he even washed Judas's feet at that time, and we remember that. And you know that Jesus, even now when he makes this announcement, is partially to let the apostles know that he knows what's going to happen to him, that this isn't going to be an accident. That when he's betrayed, they won't look back and say, how could we have let this happen? but that Jesus is allowing this to happen. But he's also giving this, making this statement for the sake of Judas. And I think he's, again, giving him that final chance to repent, to change his mind. That he's bringing him to this crossroads where he's got life on one hand, where he could just be done with the whole thing and confess it and be done and say, I don't want to do this to my Lord. Or he could choose the money. He could choose death on the other side. And tragically, we know that he chose death. But, you know, this morning, this is a solemn account. It's a, it, and it's a solemn occasion, but for us, it's a celebration, right? I mean, I don't want to be upbeat about that. Because we're gathered to celebrate the work that our Lord did in this. You know, his body, his blood, and what that did for us as Christians, as believers, you know, we're going to, um, this covenant that he talks about, this thing that's been ratified, that's sealed in his blood, that can never be broken. And, uh, you know, we're going to pass out these elements, the, the, the bread and the juice that we use to represent those things. And as we do that, it is a time that we're encouraged to reflect on our lives, on our week, our relationship with him, where we're at with him to give thanks to him. And, you know, I will encourage you guys to take that opportunity too while we're singing this song and just, and just come to him. Whatever, whatever's on your heart, lay that before him in prayer as you're singing. But perhaps you felt like, you know, one of those apostles who's asking, is it me? Am I the one? Is this, is this real? I've failed so much this week. Am I, you know, am I the one who will betray my Lord? You know, this doesn't seem to be working for me. You know, I've just had it. It's just, it's just, I see other people who are doing so well at this Christian thing, and I'm struggling with it. Is it me? You know? And I just want to encourage you this morning, it wasn't the apostles, was it? Those who were asking that question, just by the virtue of them having that, that humility and that doubt in their heart, proved that they were not Jesus' betrayer. And that's a good question to be asking. You know, to come to him... And say, Lord, I need your help because I know within myself I could be your betrayer. I could fall away. But thanks be to God who, who's not going to let that happen. So, um, but you know, on the other side of that, the other, just the last point I want to make before we call the guys up. The guys can get ready and, um, to come up here in just one second. But he says, uh, 
you know, maybe, maybe you are feeling like Judas, this betrayer who was with Jesus, who saw Jesus, who went to church all the time, who went through the synagogues, who did all that stuff, and you've never really believed. You know, you've never really bought into it. You think, yeah, I mean, you know, I, maybe, maybe you go to church because you feel like you should or because someone else or for, because you, whatever, for whatever reason. But I want to give you, man, God has brought you to that same crossroads this morning. Not that you're a betrayer of Christ, but he wants to give you that opportunity to truly come to him in your heart this morning as we do this. He knows you, he made you, he loves you, and will accept you just as you are. And you don't have to make some, you know, fancy prayer. You don't have to do, you know, make a scene back there or whatever you're doing. But come to him now in a sincerity of heart, and he will accept you this morning. So I just want to give you that encouragement wherever you're at. So if the guys want to come out, we'll start the, the song, and we'll get the, uh, the bread passed out. So...
verse 22 of Mark 14 that we just read. It says, And as they were eating, he took bread, and after blessing it, broke it, and gave it to them and said, Take, this is my body. And Lord, we come to you this morning, and we just worship you and praise you, and thank you, Lord, that you were willing to give your body, your sinless and perfect body, for our sake. Thank you for the torture that you endured, Lord, for only for our sake, because you loved us. Thank you for the great love that you showed to us in your sacrifice. And Lord, we remember you, and we love you, and we look forward to your return. Let's partake.
it says, And he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, and gave it to them. Excuse me. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank of it. And he said to them, This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many. Truly I say to you, I will not drink again of the fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new in the kingdom of God. We know that that blood in another passage says was poured out for many for the remission of sins. And Lord, we come to you this morning and just again give you thanks for this great promise, this great covenant that you've made with us in your blood. An unbreakable covenant, Lord. And God, your word tells us that if we are, you know, if we confess our sins, that you're faithful and just to forgive us. And we thank you for your mercy. And we do, Lord, we confess our sins, our needs for you. And Lord, we just pray and ask that you would cleanse us and renew us this morning and forgive us. And just, uh, we want to live lives that are truly pleasing to you. Hearts that are submitted to you. And again, we love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Let's partake. All right. Well, the kids can be dismissed if you are in the junior high six.